This next story comes to us from what you might call a dangerous neighborhood right here in California. In fact, it's so dangerous that this next young woman barely left the house at all as a child. She was so scared. She stayed inside watching TV while her mom worked long hours. And as she got older, she started seeking a family that would really protect her. I was, you could say, like a loner. I was very quiet and I didn't talk to anybody. I practically had to like raise my little sister, my mom. She was like working at McDonald's. There, there was things going on with my dad. Oh, my dad sexually abused me from ages five to 11. And my brother around that time, he was like gang banging. I felt like I needed to belong somewhere because I was tired of being alone and not having anybody to talk to and confide in. So I just turned to my brother's friends since those were the closest ones that were there. At first it was like nothing big. During lunchtime we would just all gather up, a little group of kids, try to punk other kids or stuff like that. It felt good, like I felt like I was powerful. There was just a, one girl I remember in particular, I would just pick on her. So I would like follow her home. I'll tell her that she needed to watch her back, just intimidate her. But then things started getting more serious because those kids would tell their older brothers or sisters. And since we lived in a rival gang neighborhood at that time, we all lived near each other. So they knew where I lived at. So then one day they just came to my house. It's tu madre. We were just watching TV and then all of a sudden we just hear a whole bunch of like windows break and everything. They destroyed the whole front part of the house. Now my dad, he was just trying to hold down my brother and me so that we wouldn't go outside. And I just remember like my sister running into the closet and she was just yelling for my mom. And well then after that it was just payback. I liked the lifestyle that I was living, the respect and how I felt like people were actually scared of me and people actually wanted to be my friend. I sort of hid the abuse by acting like this hard gangster that I really wasn't. I could take out my anger on guys, you know, for what my dad had done to me. He stopped the day that I had put a knife in his neck and I told him that if he ever tried to touch me or even tried to touch my sister that I was gonna kill him and call the cops. After that day, he never tried to touch me. It was February 1st, and that day, one of the guys that my brother had problems with, we started fighting. The securities got there and pulled me off of him. The cop, I remember he told me, oh, you're gonna do a walk of shame, because he had arrested me, and when everybody was getting out of school, I was in handcuffs, and they were like walking me out to the patrol car. Well, they were just smirking and laughing and pointing at me. In a way, I felt proud, because I didn't care. I was just like, man, whatever, you know. I started hanging around with older people, and this time, because they didn't want to get their hands dirty, they wanted me to do the dirty work. So I would do as, as they said. One day, they were getting ready, and I was at their house. They were just talking like, oh, you know, are you going to put the rag over your face? And I was just like, what are you guys talking about? They both looked at each other and then looked back at me and then they're like, oh, we think you're ready to, you know, to bust your first mission, to do your first drive-by. So I got nervous 
right at that moment my brother walked in he's like oh you know what are you guys talking about they pulled him aside and they started talking to him and they came back in and my brother had stopped him he told him that he didn't want me to have anything to do with that they called me and they told me to take my sister to the park because my parents were always working so i would take care of my sister and i took her and then they started playing with her and then one of the older girls, she pulled me aside and she's like, we already found a nickname for your sister. I was like, oh yeah, what? She had said Angel. And then she's like, yeah, we think she's ready, you know, to get jumped in. And then that's when I was just like, what? Like, she's only 10. I told him that I was gonna think about it, but it was most likely gonna be a no. And I just took my sister home that day. I was sort of getting tired of always having to do everything they wanted to do. If they wanted to drink, I had to drink too. If they wanted to fight, I had to go fight too. Or if they wanted to jump my brother, I had to jump my brother too. I, I didn't like that. All the things that I had to go through, why would I want to put her through the same thing? Getting beat up, having to watch over your back to see who's coming. Like, I, I wasn't at peace. I decided that day that I was going to stop gang banging completely. I just didn't want that life for me or my sister. I had to be smart about it though. I didn't want them to be suspicious about me not wanting to gang bang because if they were suspicious, I'd probably be known as trash. If I'm known as trash, then they have a right to like beat me up every time they see me. Even across the street, there's been like four drive-bys in three days. I started like studying and doing my work I was doing good and you could say I was back to being a schoolgirl. I was taking some criminal justice classes. All of the students, they were all like high class type of thing, you know. They were dressed all nice. And then I went and I was just, you know, I was just me. I was just simple. So I felt like I didn't fit in and it seems like everyone's had a better type of life. I want the best for my family. So that's why right now, like, I'm working and hopefully with the money that I can come up with, we can move somewhere else. Today, our storyteller works for an anti-gang task force. She's graduating from high school soon and she's working as a waitress at a restaurant to raise money for her family. Much love from the snap, darling. Keep doing your thing. Please leave the knuckleheads alone. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.